0: welcome to pressing buttons a podcast about video games in today's episode nick and i discuss the february 2023 nintendo direct enjoy the show hello and welcome to pressing buttons i'm hugo i'm nick and it's great to have you another great week another great episode here at pressing buttons we're back again baby episode 52 look at that the new 52 that's a DC reference for you guys. Uh, I was <laughs> like, oh, that's some, I know it's a reference to something, yeah. but I just have no idea. Um, thanks for, for joining us, like I said earlier, on another episode. Uh, just a quick little uh, housekeeping thing. I'm sorry for our podcast listeners that listen on Spotify and... Apple? And Apple and uh, Google. There was a little bit of an error releasing on the audio version of the episode. I didn't realize it, but... Uh, intro got kind of spliced into the beginning of the episode but i fixed it thanks shout out to felix and uh zach one of um, some of our most loyal listeners that uh spotted that and and uh, i was able to fix it right away so sorry about that usually doesn't happen i'll
1: be more cautious next time so just and you know. we immediately terminated the audio producer right? yeah yeah so they're gone That's why it'll it'll never happen again.
0: Just get a new audio producer every time. (laughs) We are nothing but perfectionists, if anything. Um, But that's it. That's that's the housekeeping stuff, Uh, and we can move on to the juicy stuff, which is, uh, I believe, Nick's. This is going to be Nick's favorite episode because we're going to talk about something that he loves so much, and that's Nintendo, baby. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Nintendo surprised everybody. Uh, They announced a Nintendo Direct. I believe, on Monday uh, for Tuesday. Um, just kind of threw the internet up in flames. As always, Nintendo Directs are kind of a big thing. Everybody loves watching them. They always love speculating what's, what's uh, coming out. Um, and then with a lot of titles this year, they, they don't have a lot of announcements for, for future titles, especially uh, anything else besides uh, Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. That's like the only big major title that they were announcing. So... You know, it was about time and nothing but a bomber. And obviously, Twitter went down for a little bit. So that's how hyped people were
1: about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, actually, I remember I, I, I saw people complaining about Twitter breaking, but I actually didn't know what it was. What happened. Like,
0: you couldn't post at the time. It, oh, you couldn't post. Yeah, they're, they're, oh, okay, they're okay. implementing a new thing. Great job, Elon, where like, uh, you can't exceed the limits of, of the tweets that you can post. I think you're only going to be able to post 20 tweets a day unless you're like checkmarked. Mm. Then you can post more. So they were testing that and then people couldn't post. Everybody couldn't post. You had to uh, um, schedule your tweets. So you had to like put a tweet that was going to schedule like a minute after you, you tweeted it. That was the only
1: way people could post. You know. okay. Well, that makes sense because I don't. I don't think I've ever tweeted ever. Yeah, I basically I just, just use it like as a news area. Yeah. I just so. like stuff and I yeah, re- yeah. retweet
0: stuff, but that's yeah. it. So Elon, you're doing great that sarcasm no you're not just celebrate <laughs> all right anyway so let's talk about nintendo uh, a lot of big news i think it was a great uh direct um but i'll, I'll talk about that when when we're done uh kind of looking at everything that they announced but let's start off with obviously the legend of Zelda: tears of the kingdom they saved a, a brand new trailer for the end it was about a, a minute and a half two minute trailer it looked awesome it looked more uh breath of the wild obviously but just now you're going to be going up in the sky um Link seems to be infected, which is a uh, the big thing going on these days. So he's infected. His arm's a little bit fucked up. Uh, they they release some promo art. I believe the Master Sword is also like rotting or something. So pretty cool. Um, you can hear Ganon uh, in in the background saying things. So I'm excited. Obviously, it's a bit more a of Breath of the Wild. I know some people aren't super hyped about it because it is not like a, a new Zelda. It's just basically a direct sequel to to Breath of the Wild, just like uh, Majora's Mask, was kind of like a direct sequel to to a link. To, well, a link to the past, I would say. Uh, to Ocarina of time. So, um, it's also going to be Nintendo's first seventy dollars games, and obviously, the Oof. Nintendo. <laughs> obviously, the Nintendo Switch not being um, the main console of everybody's choice. It's it's more of a everybody demographic, whereas the PlayStation and the Xbox are just kind of like more adult demographic it is kind of weird that it's a $70 game but in my opinion if anybody's going to do it it's going to be Nintendo for Legend of Zelda um they can do it people are going to buy it anyways it's only a $10 difference I know with the markets and stuff Nick knows more about it so he'll he'll explain it better but I think <laughs> you know eventually they're going to do it it's a big price and the funny, the funny thing about this is that Nintendo never lowers the price on things, so it's going to be seventy dollars $70 forever. forever. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be seventy dollars thirty years from now. Yeah. So, what do you think of of the trailer for for Tears of Kingdom and the big uh, pricing and all that? Yeah, stuff? no,
1: the the trailer looks awesome. It definitely has it's much more darker in tone, which I think is consistent with Majora's Mask, you know, and the tone of that game versus Ocarina of Time. So, and there's also a lot of uh, a lot more. Princess Mononoke vibes. So that's the, um, studio Ghibli movie. Uh, so I think even like the arm being infected or like that, that's like, yeah, like basically pulled, pulled from that movie. So, um, no, it looked, it looked awesome. Uh, I think even after this direct tears of the kingdom will be the only other game that I buy on the switch. So it was good that, you know, it, it continues to look great. I'm excited to play it when it launches, yeah, seventy dollars. I thought that was that was interesting. Where it's just for that one game, because I think the other pricing trends have been more like broad. Where it's like, hey, just you know, Sony PlayStation Two. It's like just, that's the new market price for all of these games. But Nintendo is specifically targeting Zelda to be that price point because they know people are gonna buy it regardless. Well, well they um, bought a
0: fucked up uh, sixty-dollar Pokemon game. So <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. I wonder. I think this might be the first time where I. the the price I pay in terms of dollars is higher than the frame rate of the game. (laughs) But you gotta do it. Damn. Yeah. So. uh, So yeah. There's there's also they they brought back the voucher system. Do you know Do you know these things? No. no, What's the voucher system? I I need to I need to look into to a little bit more. But it's a program that they used to have where uh, you save a little bit of money. So you basically buy like a coop like you, you spend money for a voucher and then you can redeem that voucher for two games. Oh okay. Um and I think there's like a little bit of a a little bit of a discount. Um so I think a lot of people are like, Oh well, can you still use these like vouchers to get Zelda And then something also- else? And yeah, and something else and then like actually pay basically, you know, the 60, I don't know, so. But that's not there, you though. There you're might be a scheme, clean. yeah. So, that, so to me, I think I think this is why, this is like the genius of Nintendo. We're like, oh, well, if people are that upset about the $10 price point, then they can buy these vouchers, effectively forcing you to like just get another game. Genius so, marketing. Yeah, and so there was, there was a part of me that's like, okay, shit, well, maybe I do get another Switch game. <laughs> but as we'll get into it with the rest of the games and the Direct, I think, Some of the titles that I was interested by, I think they're going to end up being on other platforms. So, yeah, I was gonna say, there there might
0: be a couple options in here from what we talk about. Yeah, you might might get another title, yeah.
1: But I think so. I think I'm planning on holding the line Tears of the Kingdom will be the (laughs) last last game. I'll pay 70 bucks. Just the 70 bucks. I mean,
0: uh, it's it's the one thing we always talk about where like the pricing and is it worth it and. And for one game, like you said, it's probably going to be your only Switch game for the year because everything else is, is going to be um, on PC, most likely. Uh, but it's definitely, if it, if it is the one game for the year, it's it's going to be a great game. I, I do like, from what I saw from the gameplay, I'm pretty sure they're going to have a lot of new mechanics. Obviously, when Breath of the Wild came out and everything that you could do with the mechanics and the physics of the game, and then like everything you saw that uh, about a bunch of like speedrunners and, and stuff like that were able to create based off, of what the mechanics and physics uh, and physics of the game were. I think this one is going to be, Nintendo has such a broad mind when it comes to making these games, just making it fun and all the things that you could do. We see that with uh, Mario Galaxy and Mario Odyssey and, and all the other games that they release. I I feel like even though it's kind of like a sequel running on the same engine, doing the same things of Breath of the Wild, I think it's going to be different enough where it it feels good, even though it looks the same, you know? Um, So yeah. Look out for, for Nick playing Zelda this year. <laughs> That's um, next thing we want to talk about, Advanced Wars 1 plus 2 Reboot Camp. This one, obviously, was a game that was supposed to be released uh, 11 months ago. Uh, unfortunately, because of the war in Ukraine, um, Nintendo decided to take a step back and not release a war game during a, during a war. So, you know, kudos to them on, on taking that initiative. Um, this one is actually going to be released uh, in March. Oh, no, actually, no. Uh, April 21st. So, uh, I've never been like a big Advance Wars kind of fan. I know it's RTS strategy stuff. It does look fun, um, but just kind of not my big thing. Are you excited for the RTS stuff?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like another flavor of Fire Emblem, uh, basically. So, I did play the original... um, Well, I think it wasn't a Nintendo. I think it might have been a Nintendo game, but so... The Game Boy Advance version. Yeah, I was gonna say. Uh, yeah, so that's the the Advance and Advance Wars is because it was it launched on Game Boy Advance. Uh, I did play that. It's a cool game. Uh, I don't know. I can't remember if I played the second one. Um, so this title on the Switch is basically bundling the two games, and it's been reskinned with a new art style, and I think there's other you know other features as well. But uh, I mean, it's it's. I think there's a recurring theme that you'll hear from me in this episode where it's like if you've never played the game, this is a great option. But for me personally, like I've played it, I don't particularly like the new art style actually. Like I think it's just kind of isn't, isn't as cool, uh, as the original. So we we'll, won't we'll be picking this one up.
0: Yeah. I think that's going to be a theme with this whole, uh, direct where it's, either you know, a lot of, uh, remasters, remakes, or whatever, um, and a lot of nostalgia building up. So, um, speaking of Game Boy, so they also announced Game Boy and Game Boy Advance uh, for the Nintendo Switch Online, which I, myself, I'm a little bit excited. You know, I'm a big, uh, especially in the era that we grew up in, we played a lot of these Nintendo, Game Boy, Game Boy Advance uh, uh, games that we've wanted to see for a while. Obviously, um, with the emulation that we're able to do, I, I like that we can do emulation and kind of play these games, but at the same time, it's not fidelity. And I think that Nintendo offering these, we knew it was only a matter of time. Um, they are slow about these things. I wish they were they were faster. But we're the type of people, if we enjoy a game that much, we'll buy it three or four times if, if need be, I think. <laughs> um, even if we think we're dumb about it, we do it anyways. And yeah. uh, I, I feel like, you know, you love that. How many times have you bought, bought Chrono Trigger? <laughs> I don't know, like three or four? I don't know. Exactly. So with this announcement, um, they basically said they're, they're going to start uh, offering Game Boy games. Like they've offered Nintendo uh, NES games and Super Nintendo games and 64 games. And then with the expansion pack, if you have it for the Switch Online, they're going to be offering the Game Boy Advance. Um, so far, they have Tetris, uh, Tetris Metroid 2, Return of Samus, uh, and Warrior Land 3, among others, for the Game Boy. And then Mario Kart Super Circuit and Zelda Minish Cap for uh, the Game Boy Advance. I am excited. I did see some art for like um, Zelda Oracle Seasons and Oracle of Ages, which was um, I believe developed by Capcom. Capcom, yeah. Uh, and and those we haven't really seen anywhere else. So I'm excited for that uh, to be released. I'm excited for the future of all the titles that they're going to bring in there. I know I saw Golden Sun in there as well. I'm excited to play that. Um, with, uh, and, <coughs> and then we lay down the Switch. Um, what are what are your thoughts on this? I know it's it's more remake, remaster,
1: or just emulation. No, again, I think it's awesome. I think uh, I think with the Game Boy titles, I don't know if they'll necessarily ho- hold up as well for a new audience. I do think Game Boy Advance there's it's actually a g- like a great catalog of games, which I actually do think will hold up better versus versus Game Boys. So. I think it's great for people who've never played those games or just want to replay them. I think the switch is a good option. Um, so I think it's kind of like, it's about time. I think Nintendo has one of the most valuable, if not the most valuable library of, of games that they own and being able to put more of those into these subscription services makes a ton of sense to me. So, so it it was an exciting announcement. Um, but again, for me, not something that I'm personally excited or interested in, uh, mainly because I have an analog pocket, which basically, yeah, yeah, which is way more, I mean, it was very expensive. (laughs) So, you know, I I get that there's like a uh, barrier to entry with the analog pocket platform, but once you have it and it's set up, it basically has, it has everything and it's, and it's, and it's amazing. So, um, so yeah. I yeah,
0: it. well, like, you know, uh, like you said, a, a barrier of entry, obviously, uh, with this is is fairly low because the Nintendo Switch Online package, I believe, is $20 for the yeah. year, and then the expansion is like it's 5 a, or $10, so
1: it's not... It's just slow, like, they're just so slow to add they, new they games, are, yeah. so they very, very much just, like, drip-feed games and that over was one of, a very long period of time just yeah. to, like, keep people subscribed.
0: And that was one of the things where, like, I, I know a couple of journalists asked Nintendo directly, like what 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 was the release schedule going to be like for the future games and and what future games are they going to release and they kind of didn't say anything uh like they usually do so so like you said that is one of the things where like you don't know what's coming and you don't know when it's coming out so that that might put a hamper in your in your you know in your hopes but we'll see uh hopefully they they have a better release schedule of everything um next game we want to talk about Metro Prime Remastered and this one I was super excited when I saw it I was super Excited when I saw that it was actually going to be released on the same day. Um, Obviously, if if you don't know, uh, Metroid is one of their biggest franchises. They're working on Metroid Prime 4. But this one is based off of the uh, original from GameCube when they decided to do uh, first person. Uh, Very popular game. I know a lot of people have been uh, wanting to get their hands on this, especially a a Nintendo uh, remaster of it. Um, And there have been rumors of them doing all three titles, uh, Metroid Prime 1 through 3 uh in like a bundle unfortunately that this wasn't that but they still released uh, a full one it looks great it does seem to have some updates to the gameplay um, where you'll be able to do full 360 uh, movement which you couldn't do in the game uh before it was more rail type uh movement um and then some movements with the with the gameplay and the mechanics of that
1: um what what do you think of this one are you excited for this one well a couple of interesting things one was this is i think the second biggest or it was another big shadow drop like same day release so hi-fi rush being the other big one that happened happened this year so you know is that a is that just like the thing that's going to be happening
0: if we get one every time one of these big companies does some some sort of uh direct i'm i'm, I'm for it
1: yeah so So I think it's cool. Um, It's an exciting way to release a game. Uh, I just wonder if people then just create this expectation of that, like, always being the case, and then they get, like, frustrated when there isn't some, you know, big, big title drop during one of these showcases. So, um, but, you know, yet another shadow drop, so that was cool. Uh, When I first saw the trailer, I was like like to me it looked like how i remembered gamecube and i and i needed the side by side to actually yeah. be able to be like oh wow like this it's not just like a higher you know resolution like they actually put in a lot of work to this game um so i think it does it does look good uh but again for me it's like i played i played Metroid prime on gamecube at launch i beat the game i really enjoyed it metroid's one of my favorite franchises um for the longest time whenever people asked me what my favorite game was I just said super Metroid immediately and in recent years I've started to think maybe it's you know something else but I read yeah. Super Metroid like it's like definitely a top five game for me of all time um so I love the franchise I love the Metroid Prime I don't know if the new graphics and the new control option I think there's a, some other features that they added as well but I don't know, like I, for me it's like i just don't i don't think it's enough for me to want to replay the game again like i feel good about what i did when it launched on gamecube so yeah.
0: well we talked about this before we recorded where it was like you have a much more vivid memory of it of playing it and everything that you were doing as you were playing it
1: that's a very polite way of you to tell me that i'm old as shit. a little yeah. bit you're, <laughs> a
0: little, you're a little bit older than me whereas when i played it I, I don't remember it as much and you know i i did play it i don't Know if I beat it, but I know I got pretty far. But it was just more like I was just playing; I wasn't experiencing it.
1: So I think. For- so this this is how vivid this is for me. So I had, you know, so it was my my purple GameCube. That might have been the origin of my fascination with purple. But purple GameCube. Uh, I got the game at launch. I had the setup where, uh, I, th- I, I guess it was called like the VGA port or something like that, but. Uh back then when you had like the big CRT computer monitors, you could actually get like a special cable to connect your GameCube to a computer monitor and play the game in progressive scan mode, which I think is 480p or something like that. So that was like Yeah, so that was like you know the the cool the cool nerdy thing to do back back in the day. Like that was like the highest resolution you could you could play Nintendo GameCube games, and I think not every game. Supported, supported it or I, I can't remember but um but yeah so like i, I definitely remember playing yeah, the probably. game the, the music was incredible like i just remember shooting stuff so shooting definitely stuff, definitely yeah. two different experiences <laughs> yeah, so, so for me it's yeah it's like i don't again like if you've never played the game then like this looks that looks, it looks pretty awesome yeah. like it's a big big release for the switch for sure yeah. so and,
0: and and it is kind of the market that they are going for because i know uh mainly a lot of people that that got the switch since it's such a high uh, system. So I believe it just became Courtesy like
1: of animal crossing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, I believe it just became like the third highest selling console or, or something like that. Somewhere. It sold up there.
1: More, I think it's more than the Wii now. Yeah. Right? yeah. Know, like that's because the Wii was like this create like just, I think it was before mobile gaming was a juggernaut. And it was and, a very
0: big motion heavy and like yeah, yeah, yeah. playing things together with family and, and all yeah. that stuff. Um, so I, so definitely you, you have that crowd of people um, that have the Switch because they've always known Nintendo, they love Nintendo stuff, and that's us, that's the older crowd. And then you have all these uh, younger kids that um, it's easier for them to have access to a Switch and just get this experience. So I think it'll work out uh, really, really well for them. I think it's going to be like a, a good chunk of sales on this. And yeah. hopefully, you know, that pushes up. Uh, metro prime 4 (laughs) which they haven't talked about in a while yeah
1: yeah i think uh, the the other thing like i don't i don't think i would have bought the game anyway just because i don't i don't have this desire to replay metroid prime but i also did i do have the which i believe now is like a prized possession but it's the metroid prime trilogy that was released on the wii like i don't i don't think it was like i don't know if they like made that many copies of it or something but i think it's like kind of hard to find or I don't know, maybe that's changed, but I remember remember that being that, like, it was, like, a hard thing to get, and then I I have that, and so I have, like, all three games in one. I was going to
0: say, it's going to become worthless once Nintendo releases their own. (laughs) Well, that's what I'm
1: saying, like, so to me, it's just like, oh, like, why, you know, this would have been so much better. Of course, Nintendo wouldn't do that, just from, like, a business perspective, but to me, it's like, I, like, in a prior generation, I was able to get all three games in one bundle, but now you're gonna charge for each game individually with you know yeah. a fresh coat of paint and
0: insert the meme of them just printing money yeah yeah <laughs> uh
1: and then yeah you know, so I, th- I think it gives high hopes of metroid prime four you know looking looking pretty good um Something that, to that's hold gotta everybody be, over for a bit. Yeah, I think I think that's got to be that's got to be for the next system, right? Like, there's no way they they release that game on. Listen, man, they have the
0: Switch. N- they have nothing big besides Zelda for the rest of the year. So maybe Shadow I, Drop I, uh, Metro Prime Four into, <laughs> yeah, into no, the holidays. <laughs> that, that would
1: break that would break Twitter. No matter how you know, no matter how uh, well optimized it yeah. is, like Metro Prime Four is Shadow Dropping, people lose their mind. Um, but I, I wonder if that'll be. I don't think it would be a launch, probably not a launch game for the next system, but I do wonder if it's like launch window-ish, yep. where they try to get that out on the earlier side.
0: And Nintendo is known for holding, thing back, uh, holding things back until they're good and ready. So I, w- I wouldn't put it past them. All right, moving on, uh, moving on to the next one. We got Pikmin 4. You know, uh, never really played any of the Pikmin games. It does look fun. Uh, it reminds me of Lemmings... Uh, which I also didn't know what I was doing when I played Lemmings. Most of my Lemmings died. I'm sorry, Lemmings. Um, but it does look fun. I know they have a big following of people. Uh, the mechanics they showed um, look really fun. Um, it might be something that I don't pick up just because, like we said, they don't go down, Nintendo titles don't go down in prices. So uh, usually I wait for my good deals before I buy anything. Um, and it's not, if it's not a uh, day one pickup for me, uh, I don't usually get it uh, down, the, down the line on, on sales. Um but it does look fun for if if you're a Pikmin fan. I know you play like uh 1 or 2.
1: I definitely beat 1. I can't remember if I I probably played 2. I don't think I beat it though. Um so I think this whole episode is just going to basically making fun of how old I am because I've played all these games oh <laughs> released man. a long time ago. Yeah, so well, so you know Pikmin was another, you know, that was a big a big deal for GameCube because that was like uh, which I still think Nintendo gets a lot of crit- criticism to this day, but certainly back in the GameCube era, it was like, oh my god, like Nintendo needs new IP. Like, it's just Mario and yeah. Zelda, and then so, um, so I think Pikmin was a new IP launching on GameCube, and it was a it was a pretty big deal. So, and it so, was
0: it was also one of those where Nintendo got a lot of shit for it because like, who wants to play Pikmin? But then it did really well because people enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think it was um, it was Miyamoto's, you know, I guess brainchild where, like, allegedly he was like in his backyard or something and was like, oh, like what? So like, honey, what's I Shrunk me- the kids. Yeah, yeah, I was like, yeah, I was like, you just watched Honey I Shrunk the Kids. Don't lie to us. <laughs> like, uh, we know you're a big Rick Moranis fan. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I played. I played. It. It's it's fun. It's just like kind of a fairly, you know, refined, fun. RTS, you know, type game, um, but yeah, I don't, I don't think, I, I'm not super, you know, excited by the by the sequels. So yeah, it might not um, be for us. Yeah, I think it might be. I'm just, I'm just too we'll, old, too old now.
0: We'll watch somebody play it or something, or somebody will tell us if yeah. you know, if you guys out there play it and let us and love it, let us know on, on Discord. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and I feel, I just feel like, um, like once you play the first one. Oh. You're just like, okay, like I, I get it. It's it's you know a fun kind of control scheme and gameplay mechanics, but I don't know if I, if I necessarily need like more of that. If it's just like more levels or whatever, so so I, I didn't really see too much. I think there's like a dog character, like that's the big addition. It's like there's some there's dog. A dog. They all you jump on. Like, on
0: the dog. The dog. Yeah. So that's like okay. So something. I
1: don't. I, that's like not enough of a gimmick for me to get like yeah. real excited about it. So so yeah.
0: All right. Um, next one we want to talk about is Deca Police. And I know you were very excited about this one. This one looks really fun. It's an RPG uh, made by Level 5. Level 5. Which uh, they also announced a uh, Professor Layton, a new Professor Layton game. And we had talked about this because it's been a while since they announced anything. So it's good. Uh, and and there are good people have been wanting it. Yeah. And they're a good studio. Uh, they always release high quality stuff, known for the, um, the Professor Layton series and what else? Uh, the, the,
1: the, the, the Yo Kai, yeah, Nino Ni Kuni, mm-hmm. Yo Watch. Yeah, so uh, there's like their Pokemon kind of knockoff, uh, Dark Cloud. Yeah, so they're, they're a big the, studio, and it's been a while since. And one of my favorite games of all time, Dragon Quest Eight. Yeah,
0: so it's, it's uh, I'm pretty sure everybody's excited for this one. The gameplay looks fun. Uh, new story. Uh, you're kind of, you're a detective, obviously. Um, You're a police, you're a police. Yeah, like the, the wire the people on the wire saying I don't know if you've seen the wire anyways uh yeah you're and, and you're basically you go into this virtual world to practice being police and it gets hacked so that looks pretty fun um it looks very interesting i think uh it's going to do well just like like you said obviously with the pedigree of level 5 a lot of people are going to flock to it um what are your hopes for this one i know you like besides Zelda, i
1: think this was think the only my, other thing i think my you biggest like, hope yeah. is that it launches on something other than the switch um no it looked looked fun i think so i've 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 liked level five i think they've actually gone through i don't know if it's like financial issues but they kind of had a downward trajectory for a while where like some of the like a lot of their titles weren't performing very well they weren't particularly good uh so i was actually surprised to see so many announcements from them you know there's three games which i think we'll we'll cover i think there's one other game um fantasy life yeah Uh, yeah so uh, at least three games were announced um, from level five so in my mind it's like oh is there going to be this resurgence in level five where they're going to get back to actually pumping out high quality games Um, so that was one observation just around the studio and then yeah DECA police yeah it just looks looks, it looks cool I like the art style Um, right up your alley yeah, uh, I guess it kind of kind of was giving me like Astral Chain. Like I, I kind of like that yeah. setting with Astral Chain. Like it's not exactly the same art style, but it's kind of got like that police angle. Um,
0: that RPG police angle. It's definitely yeah. a different experience.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, but it's like more turn. It looked like kind of like a turn-based. Yeah, turn-based. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it looks cool. So my, my biggest hope is that it comes out on at least PlayStation 5, yeah. if not. PC, because I don't want to buy that on Switch.
0: <laughs> and then, obviously, with uh, Professor Layton um, and the new World of Steam, uh, it's their first title since 2014, their new uh, Professor Layton. And then you have the Fantasy Life I, the Girl Who Steals Time, which, you know, weird title, but <laughs> that's that one, they already had a game that they released in the Nintendo <coughs> DS uh, a while ago. Um, it's kind of like a sequel to that, but just kind of the same thing. Uh, RPG... Uh, action yeah it's it's
1: like animal crossing i think it's has more involved systems and there's like combat mechanics and and things like that so i i never played that but it was a a fan favorite 3ds game and i think people have been looking for 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 something from this franchise for a while so um i'll see about like i guess based on its heritage it would probably stick to nintendo platforms Mm -hmm. but Maybe it comes out on on PlayStation as well. I'm not sure. All right, but it looks cool. I do. I do like the you the know. Professor Layton. The mysteries. Actually, no. Uh, that like the Animal Crossing type games. Oh. Okay. Um, you know, kind of like there's that. Uh, maybe the, I saw a bit of like Dragon Quest Builders. Yeah. You know the like I don't know I like those types of games. Um, Professor Layton's another like people love those games uh,
0: they're very well done from I, I've never played one but you know yeah uh, especially d- during that period where like it was either all rhythm games or like all mystery games that you you were solving Ace attorney and yeah.
1: professor yeah it's, uh, yeah I never I, I'm trying to remember like I might I might have played a little bit of one but I'm just I'm not I'm not like into that into that franchise at all um, but you know it's exciting that it's that it's back.
0: Yeah, good Good to see uh, Level 5 stepping up and kind of uh, emerging and, and doing more titles, and uh, hopefully we see them more in the future. Um, the next couple of titles I'm going to just kind of bunch up together because they're a bunch of <laughs> remakes or remasters uh, of, of titles. And I they- can
1: only say that I've played this game 10 years ago so many times in this episode. Yeah, so
0: so, so we want to, like, kind of bunch them up, obviously. Also, because, you know, if you played them and, and we can kind of see which ones we're excited about, which ones are, are kind of meh. Um, so we got uh, Ghost Trick Phantom Detective. That one's going to be... Uh, Re, not a remake, uh, it's just going to be a regular release of the game, so it could be a remaster. I, I they, they really weren't sure, but it's basically essentially the same game that that came out. That one's coming out actually to all platforms and uh, to all major platforms in 2023. We got We Love Katamari Reroll and uh, plus Reroll, uh Royal Reverie, and that one's a uh, Katamari Damachi Damachi Damachi. Yeah, something like that. Uh, that's a remaster of the uh, We Love Katamari game, which, you know, your little rolly ball, just rolling everything into the into yourself. So that's pretty fun. Um, we also have... Well, that's it. Oh, no. We also have a bunch of RPGs. Uh, Bat and Kaidos, they're, they're doing a, a remaster of that, which I know a lot of people are excited that, about. So
1: earlier when I was saying, is there a, a second game... That can get that me to a, like do the That's one one contender yeah. is uh I can't like so I was I was interested in like well first of all like the, like the music's incredible. I thought it was like cool that they had that type of RPG on on the GameCube back in the day. Um the card system, I thought I thought was interesting. Yeah, it's like it's got a card system and, yeah. and all that shit thing. Yeah, yeah. Um but I think, I'm, I'm trying to remember, like, this one I, I don't remember at all, like, if I even played it, but I think it had, uh, you know, random battles or whatever. So I think one thing that's been interesting is, at least for me, like, now playing a lot of Japanese role-playing games from 10 to 20 years ago that had, like, lots of... Too frequent random battles and just like those types of things. Now that they re release them with features to be able to like just turn battles off or change the frequency and or speed them up, yeah, or like being able to fast forward, like which might sound kind of silly. It's like, okay, well, that was like how the game was made, but now that that exists, yeah. it, it kind of just like gets me way more interested in playing. Yeah, also JRPGs. now that we're adults
0: and we want to spend our time or need our time to do other things, we yeah,
1: definitely yeah, need yeah. That fast forward, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. So to me, I'm I'm like oh, I, I kind of actually want to see how that one, um, how it reviews, and if people really, really like it, I might I might try to pick that one up. So, yeah.
0: so it was a, yeah, it was definitely a, they they made a lot of good announcements. It was a, a a big direct for JRPGs and, and remasters. Um, uh, a couple other things that they announced was Disney Illusion Island, which is basically a multiplayer uh, of uh, game for um, the Switch. It's featuring Mickey, Minnie, Goofy, and Donald Duck. You'll be able to play up to four people, so that seems pretty interesting. Uh, July twenty eighth, you know.
1: Um, you're uh, you're a Goofy man, right? I am a Goofy man. Yeah, I figured. Uh,
0: what was that? There was a Super Nintendo Goofy game that I always loved playing. And you would play as Goofy or um, Max. I forget the name of it. Was, Goofy's is Island. Goofy was it just the Goofy no, movie? No, it, or... was a, it was like its own thing. I think it was called Goofy's Island or something like that.
1: What, what was the Donald... Wasn't it like called like Quackers or something? Do you remember that? The Donald... Oh, yeah. The yeah, Dylan yeah. Duck one? The,
0: the Darkwing Duck one or no? No,
1: th- there was a Diamond Duck game too that had some like ridiculous title. Oh, I can't remember.
0: Go- the Goofy one. Goofy's Island, yeah, I yeah, think, okay. was the one for me. Um, you also have Harmony, the Fall Rivery. That one's from the Makers of Life is Strange. Uh, that one looked pretty... Pretty. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, and uh, the, the looks interesting, yeah, but the, yeah. The art looks really great. Uh, the music was really good, so that looked uh, really fun. Um, you also have uh, Dead Cells Return to Castlevania, which is basically just an expansion um, from Castlevania. We, we both played Dead Cells a bit. We enjoyed it, but it was one of those where it's like, you know, you kind of, once you get it, you get it, because um, it, it's uh, this new type of, of uh, Metroidvania where you die, live, repeat kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, I dropped
1: about three hours into that, and then I'm like, okay, I, I get it, and didn't feel the motivation to continue playing it. It's on my Um, switch. Maybe I'll pick it up one day. Yeah, I think did I? I might have got that on switch too. I can't remember. Uh, Then, to me, it's like, okay, so Castlevania is a, you know, it's it's part of this expansion pack, but it's like, can we just get an actual Castlevania (laughs) game? Please just economic? give me that. We want yeah. that. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> um, you also have Fashion Dreamer, you know, for all those influencers out there. If yeah, well, thing.
1: I was, like, cracking up watching this. I'm like, what is this game? You're like, cracking you...
0: up. It's going to sell 10 million copies. What I, are you talking I, I, about? I mean, yeah, I, I guess.
1: <laughs> uh, but it's, like, I, it wasn't clear to me what you do. It's, like, it you was just, just, like, dress up and you're like, okay, here's... And you influence. Just influence. Yeah. Like, you just hit the influence button and...
0: It's just so funny because, like, that's the furthest thing I would kind of see nintendo doing like an influencer game is it they're,
1: they're not making no it, no they're right? not making it like, uh, yeah, yeah yeah
0: let's but they to put it in a direct and kind of like have it at the forefront uh, okay. yeah I, it's like yeah so they're in the influencer game now yeah uh, and then they also announced some splatoon dlc uh a new area you're gonna um have new shops and shopkeeps and a new single player campaign. And then, obviously, the biggest title, Mario Kart Deluxe, uh, is still ongoing. Um, you're going to have the Yoshi's Island cur- uh, course and also Birdo. So, shout-outs to you Birdo fans out there. You're going to get Birdo. Um, so, that kind of wraps it up. There is a lot more. We'll put the link in our uh, show notes if you guys want to watch it. it definitely, if, if you're a big Nintendo fan and you want to see more, I, I would definitely recommend it if you're going to get... Um, damn it, that's a lot. I just tongue-tied myself really I quick. have no idea what you just yeah. said, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> If you really want to dive in, uh, definitely check it out because there's a lot of stuff that I think um, it. it, There's a lot of stuff for everybody. Uh, They did a good job of that. Um, No
1: Donkey Kong.
0: No Donkey Kong. We haven't seen Donkey Kong in a minute. Tropical Freeze, uh, which which kind of give me some
1: Donkey Kong, yeah.
0: Which kind of obviously we know Nick is a big Donkey Kong fan. If you saw our Halloween episode, so if you haven't, go and check that out. Um, one thing uh, to wrap it up, we, I, I did want to ask or just, you know, g- give our answers to in general what we thought of the Direct, um, anything that we missed that we wish we would have seen and what our outlook is for the future uh, of Nintendo. I know we did like a big uh, state of the game for Nintendo and Sony and Xbox, um, but now that we've seen the Direct, what, what are your thoughts on it um, coming out of it?
1: It's it's kinda of what what was predicted. I think going back to our what do we expect from twenty twenty three episode, it was Tears of the Kingdom <laughs> and then you know, some other some other, some other remasters, to, yeah, like yeah, so some
0: other stuff to distract you. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So
1: that's pretty much what it is. Um but it was good to get more information about exactly what that other other stuff is. Uh I mean, again, for me there's not a ton for me to get excited about, but I do think there's for younger generations of gamers getting access to these older games with a fresh coat of paint, I think that I think that's great. So um so yeah I think it was actually a good um again for me personally, not the most exciting one, but I think taking off my blinders and just like trying to think about okay, I actually think that was like a pretty good like that was a strong Nintendo Direct for sure. Yeah.
0: I mean I, I think the same thing, like you said, it's definitely maybe We weren't the the demographic for it, obviously, because we played a lot of these games. But for some of the things, you definitely do want to get your hands on. I I know I'm definitely probably going to play a couple of the Game Boy Boy Advance games just to feel the the nostalgia. Um, The main thing, obviously, was Zelda. And that's the only main thing they're pushing this year that we know of. So they did a great job of that. And I think it just kind of reaffirmed everybody's commitment to it and kind of their hype level for it. Um, so it's going to be a really big May for them. Um, in terms of the future, uh, we both do think that they're going to announce something soon. Obviously, I think within this year, they should announce more games because you got to have something for the back half of the year. Because after the releases uh, from uh, June until December, you really don't have anything that you've announced that's kind of big that that could take a hold. And usually they do have uh, two or three titles uh, released during the year, whether it's a Mario, whether it's a Zelda, whether it's a uh, um, what else? What's their biggest franchise? Just their biggest franchises. Metroid, Metroid, uh, Kirby, anything like that. They they do have Kirby coming out and stuff, but nothing firm. So it is kind of weird that they're kind of taking a step back, um, and they don't like to talk about it. But the expectations are to switch to next year. So it's they're in a really weird spot where they're still going to be continuing to sell, but they know that the hardcore people are like. Just give us a Switch 2 already and whatever you're bringing with it. Yeah. Um, All right. And that does it for uh, the Nintendo Direct episode. Uh, Like I said, really enjoyable Direct. I'm glad uh, that we saw everything we got to see. And I can't wait uh, to get my hands on some of these games. You can't wait to get your hands on it on PC. Just
1: just give me that Zelda.
0: Yeah. (laughs) All right. Um, So we'll just move on to some closing thoughts. Start it off. Playing some Ghost of Tsushima again. Uh, I know I finished uh, the main story last week, but I've been playing the Legends. Uh, I, I I know I wanted to play Dead Space, but I was like, I don't want to start Dead Space right now. And I'm waiting for Wild Hearts that comes out next Friday on the 17th. So I was like, let me play some Legends. And I'm really enjoying it. I managed to uh, uh, match up with, with some random person online, and, and we'd be like eight or nine missions and it was really good and i like the classes and stuff like that so i can't wait till you know you get your hands on it and you're able to play a little bit and we can maybe form up a little group and, and do the missions together because um, definitely you want to have some communication to do things and it's a really fun experience um that you could just jump in and play for a bit and then uh jump out so i'm excited for that um also, Monster Hunter World has uh, <laughs> it's, it's back. <laughs> yeah, so seeing the scene arise in in our Discord. Uh, I know everybody's super excited to play Wild Hearts. Uh, that's coming out. And when we played uh, Monster Hunter World, we didn't really have a Discord, so it was mostly just us to an ollie uh,
1: i don't i don't even think i knew how to use it i still don't know how to use it but i certainly didn't know how to use it yeah back back when we were playing monster hunter world so when we started on on discord uh
0: the the pressing buttons discord everybody was ca- kind of moved on from it but it's good to see that there's a lot of people playing it we got caesar uh zach uh Kako and, and a, a bunch of other people playing it it kind of gave me the itch i want to go back but you know, for those that know,
1: I, I don't know. I mean, like, I think it's it's hard it's hard to get back into that game. Yeah. And I also feel like I'd rather just wait until Wild Hearts is out, so I don't get like kind of a little not like totally burned out, but yeah, I don't want to monsters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like to me, I just want to go and clean to, to and, Wild Hearts.
0: And it, it, Monster Hunter World is one of those things. Obviously, the missions are kind of long, especially in the beginning when you don't know what you're doing or like the best mechanics. But these quests take a while, so that's also putting a lot of time into them. Oh, my God. Uh, You're in hunts for like 30 to 45 minutes, so it's kind of weird. But definitely shout-outs to everybody on Discord that's playing it. It did give me the itch. I think I might jump in just because... I'm pretty high leveled. I, I, I did a lot of the end game stuff. So I, I do want to help them out. That's an understatement. You're,
1: you're high leveled in both the PC version as well as the PlayStation version. You know,
0: it, it, it had a hold on me for a while, yeah. but it is a fun game. So so that's one of those things where it's like, uh, I do want to play it to help them out. Uh, so I might. So shout out to everybody that's keeping the Monster Hunter World uh, channel alive. Do
1: we have a Wild Hearts channel yet? No, our Waha been, channel is our Monster Hunter yeah, channel. Yeah, yeah. We'll, I, th- I, think, I think we need to... We'll, 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 we'll probably just have to out. do like
0: a a big uh, Monster Hunting channel where we could do both. Not yeah. necessarily Monster Hunter, but okay. uh, all right. And then in terms of television, um, besides watching The Last of Us, which, you know, I don't want to do like a recap every week of the episode, we'll probably do like a big talk of it. When when the season's over, because we, we we're both uh, watching at the same time and we both like it, um, I decided to rewatch The Leftovers, which we're both big fans of. One of the best series uh, that HBO has had, in, in our opinions. Um, I think
1: we <laughs> very underrated. Like it I was, feel like it doesn't get enough uh, attention.
0: Yeah, it was one of those things. I think like when we first met. It kind of came out around the same time And it was one of those things that we kind of bonded a lot over Where we we're like, oh my god, I, all this crazy shit happening It's a very good show If you haven't checked it out, check it out All three seasons are on HBO Max um, Just very uh, Lost uh, Damon Lindelof, I believe is the name He, he was a crea- uh, one of the creators of Lost um, he, he created that show So it definitely has a lot of mysteries And also a lot of good human drama So check that out um, What about you? What you been up to? I know one of the things you've been up to, Minecraft Dungeons.
1: Yeah, Minecraft Dungeons per your per your recommendation, yeah, I which say, like, I which I appreciate because I I've been wanting to play this basically when it came out. I was like, oh, this looks like a yeah. fun, just kind of jump in and and it wasn't Game Pass. Shit. It wasn't yeah, it yeah. wasn't was Game Pass. Yeah, uh, so I played it solo when like basically when it came out just to mess around with it. I was like, oh, this is fun. I think this would be a good co-op game for sure, and just could never get people. Over the like, oh my god, it's a Minecraft game, and Minecraft yeah. is for kids or or my kids. or <laughs> like, like I'm, I, I get it, but like, I feel like it's just like a simple, fun. Just go around and kill shit, get some loot. Yeah. Um,
0: well, the main thing was that like you weren't enjoying Halo, and I wasn't <laughs> enjoying. I wasn't enjoying watching you play the, Halo. Was, so I was like, you guys yeah. need a new game.
1: Yeah, that was probably the first ever like infighting of <laughs> game night where i just said not yeah. not playing halo anymore and then but it did look uh, fun
0: like uh, you guys played it on, on game night on, on our game night channel if anybody wants to join and, and play with with any of these guys for game night let us know and we'll we'll put you in there but it did look Dungeons fun baby yeah it did look fun from a uh, you know spectator uh view because I, I was at work so i was just watching you guys play definitely way more fun th- than than halo you guys were definitely in some areas where you shouldn't have been, so you were getting your ass kicked in certain areas. But yeah. Like you were enjoying yourself, you know. Oh, and, yeah. and it's different powers, different weapons and all that stuff. So it looks like a pretty fun game for, for a group of for people. For sure,
1: for sure. Yeah. I think it's a great, great uh, easy to play, you know, pick up and play co op game. Uh yeah. So really enjoy it. so I think we're gonna we're gonna continue playing it. I'll
0: uh, I'll have to find out if it's cross play. I might play it on PC. I might you know, get it on PC.
1: Yeah, just, you'll have to buy it though. Yeah, I don't mind. Okay. Uh-huh. Or you can just get game pass. No. Okay. Yeah. I'll buy. You it. can you can buy the game. Um, <laughs> yeah. No. Def, definitely get it. It's fun. Uh, so yeah, there was Minecraft Dungeons. I also played a little bit of Genshin Impact. Oh yeah. So there's just a ton of content that's been coming out. I think there's even even more stuff coming. Uh, don't you I love
0: could. that? Don't you love when like. You haven't played a game in a while, and then you just jump in there and it's just like, uh, it's a. Immediate- well, there's
1: a fucking trading card game <laughs> in the game now, which is I think that's been out for a few months. Um, so it was like something that I saw like in an announcement, and then I just kind of forgot about it. And then when I was in the game, I'm like, oh my god, that's uh, getting, getting addicted to some cards. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, I picked I picked that back up just because I think a couple a couple people on the on the channel have been playing it notably deep deep he's uh he's he's deep deep into Genshin so uh so yeah I reinstalled it played some co-op with him which is a ton of fun actually uh I don't think I've played co-op before in Genshin but it's Mm. actually very easy and and super fun so I think we're gonna play more of that as well uh yeah it's good it's like it's I, I played it when it first came out I played it a ton and and i Got to like level sixty for most of my like main characters, and then haven't played it in a couple of years. So there was like a lot of stuff to to figure out. But a nice needy download. It's for all you. good. It's, oh yeah, it, it was a, a big, play. it was a huge download, dude. It took me like forty five minutes Shit. just to download this this thing. So that's why I had to uninstall Halo. Yeah, I was like, I need to make some space halo is not fun never play this again it's out it's out <laughs> uh we all uh, need that extra space for yeah, good things. yeah. uh so yeah, that, that was it on the i guess the pc front and then i did pick up uh god of war again nice. um you know i played it a bunch at launch and then i just kind of got sidetracked with holidays and then uh yeah and basically just just now picked it back up again i think i'm according to you i'm somewhat i'm like pretty in the far middle. Long. yeah like somewhere in the
0: middle I yeah yeah like.
1: yeah uh but yeah it's good like i don't to me it's it's more of the same it's it's more of god of war i think that's i'm perfectly happy with that but i do remember like when it launched a lot of people were i heard kind of mixed opinions like some people were like oh it's just it's more of the same and you know that therefore it's not good yeah i've also heard i also heard people say that like oh there's some like Turning point where it becomes less, more of the same. I
0: think act. it's just when you get the opportunity to go with other characters, and it's not just. Is that, you think that's, and that's what people, people are talking is, about? Yeah. Because
1: yeah. I, cause I, I
0: enjoyed, I enjoyed it regardless. I'm a big God of War fan. So, yeah, you yeah.
1: Know. So I think I'll, I'm just enjoying it yeah. and and taking my time with it. But um, but yeah, I'm I'm just trying to remember like, yeah, I guess I was wondering if people were talking about the more like tag along things which i'm like oh, that's it's yeah. like interesting but are you enjoying the like combat because
0: i know the, the combat even though it's like a certain way it it's much more robust system where you can do different things with with the stuff so i, I think that the combat and, and and the other people you you play with that tag along with you i think that the, those were the two things i enjoyed the most
1: yeah i like i think the combat with kratos is great i don't like as much the atreus uh yeah stuff yeah so it's it's fine. I just kind of view that as more like... Well, he, story, is a little, but like, yeah,
0: he is a little kid. He doesn't really... He, you you it's, feel it's invincible hitting,
1: as Kratos. It's like yeah. hitting these monsters with a bow. Yeah. I'm like, okay, uh, like whatever. You just want to get Kratos in there. I just, just want f- to fuck people up with an axe. Yeah. And, um, But, you yeah, know, I- enjoying it. Um, you got a
0: third weapon, by the way. I don't want to spoil what it is. Yeah, but I think a, I know what it is. Okay. I think
1: I got spoiled from here already, but, you know. But the, which they
0: do a good job of introducing. I think... I think towards the end you'll see a, a bunch of storylines kind of wrap up, and mm-hmm. I think you'll enjoy that part too. Uh, for for a lot of the side characters, where you like, you know, you feel a lot more for them, and you understand them more, and stuff like that. So, cool. great game. It is uh, the, it's a Super Bowl tomorrow. We're recording this on Saturday. Super Bowl's tomorrow on Sunday. There is a teaser for some reason of something God of War related that Sony is um, releasing for for the commercials. Obviously, I, I love watching. The Super Bowl for the for the game, but uh, a lot of it uh, as well as the commercials. You know, mm-hmm. you want to see a lot of stuff that they only, that they want to premiere, a lot of movie commercials and since video games have been so big, so I'm, I'm kind of excited to see what that's going to be, whether it's because of the show, maybe some more single-player DLC, because it, it is weird. It's like $7 million to put on a commercial and you're going to do it after the game's been out for three months. Yeah, That's kind of weird, so it might be something new, so okay. I'll be on the lookout for that. Um... Other thing I wanted to say real quick before we wrap it up was the Hogwarts. I know a lot of people on Discord have been playing Hogwarts. It's been very uh popular uh, on Twitch uh very big system so I think it was the the highest uh played Steam game uh for all, for the early access cuz you were play, able to play it 5 days before it actually released.
1: Um yeah, I so, think it was like the highest number of concurrent viewers on Twitch for yeah. I think just for like single player games. Yeah, I think. I don't know, but it was you know, huge, huge success on Twitch yeah. as well.
0: So shout out to everybody on Discord who's playing it. Um, everybody seems to be enjoying it. They like the character creator. They're making you know young versions of themselves. I'm hearing they're like, if only I could put a beard, and I'm like, what uh, fifth year hardware <laughs> student has a
1: beard? I mean, you did, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. 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 That, that, that's the main concern. Like we, the Dominicans, <laughs>
0: I <laughs> had a mustache in, yeah. <laughs> in middle school. Um, so they're having a lot of fun. I've I've looked at a couple streams of it. It looks really fun. Um, And so far from from the reviews I've read and stuff like that, it seems like they did a a Hogwarts justice, so you feel like you're at Hogwarts and all the surrounding area. And I know there's some controversy uh, with the author, but, you know, just kind of I feel like everybody should understand that. The studio themselves, they have, they don't have the same point of view that she does and they want it to make an inclusive game for everybody to play and everybody to enjoy. And it seems like, you know, everybody is doing that. Um, there is some qualms and people are want to battle it out, but it's a game. Enjoy yourself. If you're enjoying it, you know, don't bring that into it. So, you know, so and we'll I know do. you're going to get it soon. Uh, you and your I wife we're are going to play it. Yeah. I think
1: we're going to try it tonight. Yeah, so it's a, it's a single player game, but we're going to figure out if we can kind of play it together in some way where... Uh, she'll basically be the Harry Potter lore expert. Um, so I'm not remotely familiar with Harry, Potter. like, I know some stuff cause it's such a pop culture. Well, wait till you thing. see Harry Potter
0: pop up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, you know, I'm like generally familiar with some, you know, some, some of the things in Harry Potter, but I'm not familiar with the, like the lore in any detail. Um, she is that like, so yeah. she, she was like obsessed with all the books and, and so we're tr- trying to figure out a way, like, whether, you know, I'm playing and she's just there or if she's playing. And I don't know. We'll we'll figure out how to, like, tag team that game. But, yeah, yeah we're going to try to do that tonight and see how it goes.
0: Well, definitely go for whatever house she gets picked because you are, like, probably a Slytherin. I'm a Slytherin, definitely. Okay. I so had, don't know what that means. Those are the bad ones. The bad ones?
1: Well, not the,
0: they're not bad, you know. The, that's mostly where the bad guys come from, but it's not a bad house. I did
1: hear... Well, there were some people saying there's like specifically one house that you should try to avoid because oh, yeah. it doesn't like have as much like content or something. Uh, so it's probably I, Hufflepuff. I, I need to look Hufflepuff that up.
0: Hufflepuff sounds like.
1: Yeah, that, that'd that be pretty lean on yeah. content, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, but yeah. All right.
0: Well, enjoy the Harry Potter. We'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll get your opinions next week.
1: Yeah, no, I, I think I've, I've said this before where um am not, not the biggest Harry Potter fan, but I do, I really like the games that avalanche uh, avalanche studios does so particularly uh mad max so if it's just kind of that yeah. type of game but you know leveraging the harry potter ip like that's something i'm interested in and
0: yeah i myself would have gotten it already if i hadn't if i hadn't been so committed to my road plan for february of be tsushima get that space beat that space play wild hearts wait for destiny so I have my road plan, but you know, Oof. that that's never stopped me before from buying a game that I don't necessarily <laughs> have time for and playing it. Yeah. Um, all right. That does it for us and our very Nintendo heavy episode. Thanks for joining us and we'll see you next week. I'm Hugo. Bye. I'm Nick later. Thanks for joining us on episode 52 of Pressing Buttons. The show is produced and edited by Nick and myself. Our awesome music is composed by Layla, and our show is done by Deepass Design. Don't forget to give us a rating and subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts. See you on the next episode.